Otakuology Podcast with Otaku Mike Engine Graves. Hey guys, Jin here, back with another episode of the Otakuology Podcast. Best podcast in the world, some may say. Right? Right? You're damn straight tootin'. Rootin'. As always, though, my amazing, uh, lovely co-host, I, I guess you would say the uh, the ice to my fire, Otaku Mike. Wait, why am I the ice to your fire? Because you would like to give people a cold shoulder. Some might say we're icy hot. You made me think it's really bad. <laughs> Some may even say that we're like KY jelly hers and hers and his. <laughs> fire and ice. Why would you say that? Because it burns. Like, it's just like icy hot, but you're just stupid enough to put it on your genitals. <laughs> oh man do you feel the fire no i'm freezing i feel the ice (laughs) you know as a side comment i would just like to know what possessed people to really like think about making that i mean did they take because i mean it's got to be like peppermint and like cinnamon and it really like they were like, hey, buddy, let, let me spray this I mean, on your crotch. This might, this might be TMI, but uh, no, it wasn't KY. It's Astroglide. Astroglide burns the shit. It fucking burns. <laughs> <laughs> the more you know with Otaku Mike and... Water slash non-water based lubricant. Okay, well, I mean, you have that. I don't know what this other stuff I bought was, but it is really <laughs> funny. And this person's like, "Oh yeah, you know, here you go." And I was looking for a water based one, you know, too, because I was like, "Okay, well, I don't need it like ruining anything or whatever if it gets on it." And uh, you know, I put it on. I, this is anybody that listens to this. If you ever get anything. Make sure you try it because you don't know how your body's going to react to it. Well, anyway, you know, I put a little bit of this on like the top of my hand. How, how long is this story going to be? Not really. I put a little bit of it on my hand just to like know like what it felt like. And I'm sitting there and I went to go like do something else that was working. Forgot that I had like put it on there and just kind of like just washed it off or whatever. And my hand started burning up and I'm like, what's going on? I forgot that Welcome I put the to stuff the lube on there. cast with Jen and Mike. The lube cast. I mean... Anyways, what are we talking about today, Jen? I mean, we do like to fuck up people's days, okay? And we do always end our show with see you next Tuesday. So <laughs> <laughs> it makes a lot of sense for us to be the otaku lube cast. <laughs> what Can we, we get that on a shirt? Oh, total! Oh, totally. We have to. I mean, we need somebody to like go design it for us. Like a, it could like say, a logo. we could say Otakuology presents the Luke. <laughs> totally. We need. We need. Presents. We need Chai. We need Chai B to uh, make us a logo or something. I don't know. I kind of want to like throw it out there to the wind and be like, "Hey, Heartless, have you ever designed a logo?" <laughs> You think you could? I mean, I'll give a crack at it. You know, who knows? We'll, we'll pay you, and we'll pay you in uh, uh, OnlyFans picks of ourselves. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Okay, so uh, on the Otaku Luke cast today, we will be talking about Promare. Oh, yeah, pro man. So that's where, you know, you get the fire and ice from, which I feel like was actually a pretty good nod. But yeah, yeah, though, I mean, the only other person we could bring that up and talk to about is uh, J.R.R. Martin or whatever, you know, because yeah. <laughs> he's got the book of, my best, of that. My, my best buddy. Yeah, your best buddy. My best your buddy, J.R.R. Martin. Yeah, your number one creator. 
<laughs> J.R.R. Tolkien. It's George R.R. R. Martin. Yeah, but remember, didn't you think he was he was Tolkien, and you're like, did you write Lord of the Rings? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Jesus. I said I told that story to somebody the other day, and they're like, are you fucking stupid? <laughs> I told somebody that, and they were like, they did the same thing. Is your friend... Is your friend dumb? I'm like, no. My friend just didn't like to read those books. Like, I was starting to get PO'd at this person because I was like, not everybody likes to read the same shit you do. Like, you know, and it's not like everybody wants to suck a fart out of this guy's asshole. Oh, man. Yeah, I hate when people say, I just want to kiss his butt. And I'm like, no. So disgusting. Like, no. I mean, it'd be cool to hang out with him one time. Uh, Anyways, you know. let's get back to the movie. <laughs> so, uh, this movie, not written by George R. R. Martin, no, uh, was actually it was actually made by Toho Animation. Uh, it came out in two thousand. No, it says Toho Animation on here. Really? Yeah. Well, isn't Trigger like part of them? It says film co. Produced by Trigger. And X-Flag. And X-Flag. Yeah. And then... Well, it was released oh, by Toho. It was released by Toho Animation. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Trigger. X-Flag. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. So uh, we hopped into Promare. This is one that I've had on my list to watch like forever. Uh-huh. And uh I just I sat there and started watching it and I was like, oh, you know, this is, I'm a, I think now if it's like anime related, if I'm going to sit down and and even like think about watching it, I message you and I go, "Hey, let's cover this for the podcast." Cuz cuz I don't want to watch anime and be like, "Was that a waste? Do I not have any material to like cover a show for this?" So this <laughs> This this one has not been on my list to watch. Even if it's like a really like shitty show, I'll be like, hey, this can we one, cover this for the podcast. So back in 2019, this one was hot. I think it might be still be hot like fire, you know. Yeah, but um, it has. But it, I mean, it's gonna have to get cooled off like ice. I mean, come on. But this one was not on my list because because yeah. it was just so fucking hyped up. Well. And so I didn't actually know anything about this, like at all. I just knew it as the. Uh, don't take this the wrong way, but the the B, it's like a. Somebody told me it was like a BL anime. The be all end all BL anime. Like, people said like is a BL anime, and I was like, okay, well, you know, that's not really my thing. Whatever, you know, and. Uh, but then I was like, oh, yeah. wait, there's, there's robots in this movie? <laughs> Which, and I remember bringing it up to you, and you're like, that's a BL one. And I was like, I'm, I'm like, I've watched the first 15 minutes so far. It's not. I think maybe what somebody was looking at maybe some like BL possible undertones, but I didn't get that from really watching this. Yeah. No, I agree. Uh, I definitely agree. But like, I didn't know anything about this. Except for the blue-haired character that's in this, which is like Goro, uh, Gallo, I believe his name. Yeah, is. yeah, that's it, Gallo. There's Gallo oh. and um, oh god, what's the other guy's name? Leo, Gallo and Leo. Yeah, uh, but I only knew Gallo because uh, a friend of the podcast, Chai B, actually has done some art where she drew him, mm-hmm. and yeah. that's all I knew. And like I saw it, and I was like, "That guy looks really familiar." And I was like, "Oh, that's the guy that Chai B drew." Okay, okay. When I saw and, him, I, he looks a lot like uh, Kaneda from Your Login. Yeah, I yeah, think it was the I hair, agree. the hair, and the attitude. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, which me yeah. and my brother kind of talked about that a little bit too of the comparison, and uh, I went. <laughs> I laughed at him real hard because, you know, Gurren Logan is his favorite. And I went, he's like, yeah, they're like exactly the same. I was like, are you shitting me? He's like, no. I said, they might have the same mannerisms, 
But I said, Cosimo was all about the ladies, okay? <laughs> and he goes, <laughs> he goes, well, this guy was about the ladies too. You know, it kind of seemed like he was, I said, no, she liked him, but he never like had intentions of doing anything. With it. He was all like, my one true love is it's, the sea. But it was people. Yeah, to save the people. But it was being a firefighter. My yeah. one true love is being being the firefighter. But you <laughs> you're against this movie on how this movie actually starts. I actually like the way this movie started. Yeah. Uh with so, all the, the, like the retro video like aesthetic with all the triangles and seeing people getting like mad all over the world. So I'm just gonna say this did seem like kind of part of a ripoff from Fire Force. Because, you know, Fire Force has almost the exact same setup as this. Except Do they get angry? Like, in Fire Force like has that? no mechs. Huh? Do, do, they get, like, do they get angry, like, off of their emotions and explode? Is that what a Fire Force is? No, Fire Force, they... Uh, it's like a virus or like a bug or whatever. Are and you saying people... it's like Fire Force because they fight fire people? And they're firefighters. So that's basically the extent. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, because I mean... You know, I, you, I gotta you... be honest, like going into this... Yeah. I didn't get Fire Force vibes. Oh, I got Fire Force vibes. This was fucking like I got fucking Gurren Logan vibes like the entire time. I only got that when they had the mech scenes. Yeah. But when it was when it started out and the people were like, and then they like threw up like the fire from getting angry. Um yeah, I mean it totally reminded me of like people going infernal in uh and Fire Force. Well, I've only ever read Fire Force, so uh but I did like kind of the, the super robot aspect of it, too, where everybody got loaded into the fire truck and it was a big rifle to shoot them out. We wanted to start uh, actually talking about this movie. Yeah. So you want to get into we're, it? We're talking about it right now. But I mean, like the story-wise. Story-wise. Well, story-wise, it was kind of this thing that happened where one day all of these people, whenever they got too mad, then they basically threw up this fire and started consuming everything around them and burning it all to pieces. And, uh, they were deemed the burners, the burners. That's right. Yeah. They were called the burners and there's like two sides are like, the burners are good. No, no, it was, the, it was the burnish, the that's burnish, the burnish, or, the burnish are good. Burnish or bad, and like very much like a uh, a head hitting type of thing. Like we're gonna like fight, almost like the whole um, blue lives matter, black lives matter type of thing. You know, yeah. Not trying well, to get too political, but that's what it kind of seemed like a little bit. Yeah. Well, and you know, like when you first see those scenes, it really made me think like we were gonna have a bunch of like uh, Ghost Rider characters walking around. I have to say yes, because. There was that one point where they had motorcycles, and I was like, "What the hell's going on?" <laughs> You're right. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but we have that, and we're actually part of the way into the future. So like we get 30, a little thirty years, right? Yeah. Thirty so years go by. We kind of have how they've they figured out how to take care of all this stuff and what they're going to do about it, and they have, um you know, these kind of like fire force, fire department people Mm -hmm. to uh, be able to cool these people out and take them and imprison them or whatever Mm -hmm. um, and be able to actually uh, fight the fires that they have trying to like put these people out and stuff like that. I have to say that was probably one of the coolest parts was like them like extinguishing the fires. Yeah. That I, I liked, I liked the over dramatized, uh, like crazy, like contraptions that they would have. Like they had like the huge fire truck, and I was like, "Oh, that's a really big ladder. What are they gonna do with that ladder?" And like they shoot robots out of it that fight right. fires. Ching. Which I thought that was funny. How they, I, I kind of liked how they like 
got into their robots. Yeah. It was almost like a propulsion type of situation. Yeah. <laughs> Which was kind of cool. I mean, it was all fucking ridiculous. Well, um, and, the, and I mean, everybody had like these really cool, like they were like mechs. And then the other one for uh, Gallo, Gallo was more of like a super suit because, yeah, uh, you know, like it, part of his body was exposed and he just had to cover over his face. It, it was, like, was, it was kind of <laughs> like, um, what do they call it? Um, like a power suit almost. Yes. Yeah. And so we have yeah. the what are they called? The fire rescue squad. Is yeah, that what they're called. Yeah. So in comparison, we have the big like fire squad guys or whatever, which would be I think more of like the fire department, but it would be like a global fire department or like over an entire city kind of fire department. Yeah. And then we kind of had these guys, which were like more of your your local assistant firefighters. Because we have other parts in it um, when we see the head uh, guy. The freezing, they were called the freezing forces, the other people. Yeah. When we saw the militaristic. Yeah, they are. Uh, when we saw the captain of them, though, um, you know, he tried to like basically be like, oh, I'm pulling rank on you and da da da. da. Yeah. And the other guy was like, uh, the captain of um, the fire. Fire, yeah, fire squad brigade squad thingy. People, I don't um, remember what their name was. Even you though know, they say it like twenty times in this fucking yeah. movie. Well, and it was so long, you know. Yeah, and it was like a tongue twister. The the fire force fire brigade squad, and you're like, I'm never gonna remember this shit. <laughs> but we have our main character Leo, who is who was saved by this guy named. Um, what was his name? Gallo? Yeah, Gallo is his name. Oh, you mean when he fought them? But what was his... Cray. Cray, Cray saved him when he was a child. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So now but he... They're, they're, taking, they're taking out all these, these, these fires, putting out all these fires, which is really cool. And then the, uh, the Mad Burners show up, which are a group of terrorists who show up. Yeah, and it's Dean, we meet our, our terrorists. Yeah, they're like fire terrorists or whatever. They they have these really cool suits of fire armor. I really don't know how they made their armor, but it was interesting to uh, see that visual. I thought it was kind of cool that they could make things out of the fire. Yeah. Um, but they fight these fire terrorists called the Mad Burners, and it's where we meet our other character named Leo, and Leo is. The opposite of uh, Gallo, obviously, you know. Yeah, and they fight this really cool fight. He ends up killing, or not killing, but capturing the Mad Burners, Leo and his uh, people. And then they go out to have some pizza, you know. After that, you know, they're going. Did you to remember the name of this pizza? It's Margarita Blazing Margarita. I think it was called. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I this it really made me crack up a lot with this part because it was uh, tomato and cheese pizza basically with a lot of peppers on it. <laughs> oh, that's what it was. Yeah. Oh, uh, well, they so, really like that pizza. Oh yeah, him and the the other big guy. Which that's one of the other things I hated that w- I don't feel like we ever really got anybody like they probably said the names. Yeah. Or, that's... That's actually one thing that I disliked about the movie is we didn't get more. We got them kind of snippets of them here and there, and especially towards the end, kind of. But like yeah. the the other people in his division, his firefighting division, we didn't get a lot of. Right. Other than the girl that had a crush on him. Right, and she was more so just secondary to him. That was the yeah. The other thing I felt like. Yeah, pretty much. Which, I don't remember a lot of their names in this, I'm going to be honest. Uh, <laughs> no. And and here's the funny thing. When it really came down to it, you're going to laugh at this. When yeah. it really came down to it, you knew who the important people were because they had the first and last name every time they were brought in. Most <laughs> of the time, both names were used. Yeah. Yeah. So they're so sitting was, there. 
Gallo, whatever, da 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 da. Yeah. You know. So Gallo and his squad are sitting there eating their blazing margarita pizza, which I want to try to make one time. We'll have to see if we can find like the recipe for it, you know. Uh, and they're like, oh, this is really good pizza, you know, thanks to the cook. And the cook's kind of like antsy almost. He's like, oh, yeah, thanks, you know. And it's like the best pizza in town. And then the, the freeze force show up because there's a there's a, a burner is there. And they they happen to find out that the pizza guy is one of these people, but he's not a bad guy. He's not using his powers to like burn people. He's just wants to make pizza. Yeah, that's his dream. He wants to be a, yeah. make the best pizza in their town. Yeah, and so they capture him. And this is where uh, Gallo has very much a, I don't want to say like a, what would you what would you call it? Like almost like a change of heart towards the burnish. Um, kind of. I I don't think so. I think it was always there. Um, uh-huh. because all of them kind of have that thing where it was like, well, if they're not hurting anybody, then you know you don't need to do anything. It really yeah. came down to when they decided to really use their powers and hurt people with it that yeah they got defensive. Yeah, and and you know he's like, oh, you know, yeah, he's a burnish, but. You know, he's not hurting anybody, so he doesn't need to be taken in. And the, the pizza guy gets taken in, and and Gallo's like, you know, this is unfair. This is not cool, you know. Which, not going to lie, this reminded me a lot of, like, X-Men. Yeah. <laughs> With the That's whole, true all, too. like, they're all, all the, all the, all the people who are mutated are bad. And then we have these people over here who are, like, the the purifiers who were like, no, we got to stop them and kill them all basically. So this is kind of funny. I wonder, I wonder if they changed it for us, but they call the pizza, the Inferno volcano margarita, mega max pizza. Maybe who knows? Uh, well, I looked it up and that's what it, that's what it says on it. Uh, they might have it might have got lost in translation or transl translated a little bit different, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Gallo uh, Gallo's day is kind of ruined. You know, he doesn't get his good pizza anymore, and he goes. This is where he goes to Cray, and he gets um, a Medal of Honor uh, yeah. from from the city, and then we find out that uh, Leo wanted to get caught by the fire brigade and we find out what they're actually starting to do to the burnish which is they 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 keep them all in these cells and they uh, they basically treat them very inhumanely yeah uh, because they're they're basically uh to to the normal population they're not people yes they're they're very much like stripped of their rights as as citizens and people because they have these these powers whether or not they use they choose to use them or not you know which you could say is possibly like an allegory to like the nazis and the jews this is true <laughs> uh, i Started to I mean, get really big vibe from that later on. There is fire. Later on, when, when we get into this, I'm like, oh shit. Like, is is uh, Cray uh, anime Hitler? <laughs> Spoilers, Cray's the bad guy. <laughs> right? You know? <laughs> well, who would you say is, um, what's his face, the other guy? Leo? No, the the uh, popsicle squad guy. Uh, oh, the freeze freeze force. Yeah, who who uh, would you say his character would be from World War Two? Uh, Hitler Junior. I don't know. <laughs> Hitler Junior. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I 
made that on a shirt too. <laughs> it looked. What does that even mean? <laughs> well, yeah. So, I mean, you want to take this part where, where they're in the prison? Yeah. So they're in the prison, uh, and we find out that Leo actually has this really, really, really. Um, he's really in tune to his uh, fire spirit. We'll okay. say. And um, is able to kind of outwit the freeze force technology of these ice handcuffs. Because um, basically when you have them on, if you activate your fire powers at all, it kind of works as a fire extinguisher. It automatically goes off and it freezes what's around it. Nobody else kind of has the skill to do that with their flames or anything except for Leo. And mm-hmm. it's kind of really funny because all he does is kind of do like a spark flare with it yeah. where he, he lights his hands on fire for a second and then puts it out and the machine keeps trying to go off and can't recognize that it needs to because the firepower is gone so he ends up doing that to the point where uh i think it like short circuits kind of sort I, I think of, like kind of short circuits kind of there's it he might be going too fast for it to recognize it as like you said yeah in that in that part but i, I like this part i like the breakout scene where he's, they're trying to break out of the prison. and I So, you know what this really reminded me of in this part? What? Dead Leaves. Oh, yeah, I can see Where they're that. trying to break out of the prison. Yeah. And then we have that one scene, because they have these big-ass Humvees. Yeah. And how it fits, it fits into the corridor. Yeah. I'm like, how did it just squeeze through the doorway? And then you have Leo, like, basically, like, knocks it sideways. And I'm like... How did he do that? It didn't have any room to go anywhere. Yeah, it's crazy. That's true. Like, when the Humvee shows up, yeah. Yeah. Like, it's crazy how, like, you know, they're they're portrayed as, like, the bad guys. But then, like, maybe, like, ten minutes later, like, you become very sympathetic to the Burnish. Well, and and Leo always tells you that, too. He says, you know, we don't kill people without a reason to. Yeah, and, you know, they're painted to be the the enemy the bad guys you know which do you feel like we would have had a different view of leo if he would have said something along the lines of um like we don't kill people at all um i don't know because you know like i get the sense like in in him saying that i get the sense of hey like we're we're not against hurting people which makes the accusation of him being a terrorist i feel like for the show stick a little better Mm -hmm. but i don't think that it um really holds much water well we weren't really for sure like what like terroristic things like he did yeah he kind of only like like showed up and like fought the the fire brigade so yeah. like I I don't really know like I don't think it was very unless I missed it very much uh, like explained like why they considered him a terrorist. Um, for existing, just for existing, he was a terrorist. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah, that sounds like something else. So I'm not gonna say that right now. <laughs> what say what? it? No. What? 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 Jewish, Jewish people? <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. No. I mean. I mean, I mean that's the other thing with that. That's too. what Hitler thought. You know, you existed. You existed. That's the other thing too. Like whenever you look at the Freeze Force or whatever, their their suits, like the ones with helmets or whatever, yeah, do look like they could be close to being like Nazi related stuff. The for the Freeze Force. Yeah. Yeah, I mean they were very militaristic. Uh, I mean, so I I really think you saying like they were Nazis isn't really that far off basis because it. It's true. That's kind of what the whole thing looked like. Yeah. And uh, so they end up breaking out. And so Gallo and Gallo's potential girlfriend, I don't remember what her name is. uh, They end up going off to like this lake of ice. And it's like kind of Gallo's like calming place to like calm himself down. And, you know, he happens to see... uh, a burnish with who is Leo flying through the air and lands. 
So he goes to investigate. And he sees all the burnish that have escaped and they're hiding oh. in a, a cave. Didn't he yeah. see the ship? He might have seen the ship. I don't remember. Okay. I just remember he saw he saw Leo like flying through the air. Okay. Okay. It, it could have been both. It, it could have been both, you know. Yeah. Uh, but he ends up getting captured by Leo, and this is where we see a very heartbreaking scene where this young girl who has been experimented on, because we do find out that uh, the Burnish have been experimented on by Cray, who is like the big uh, uh, governor of this city that they live in, who is like he's Leo. The, he's who the is, mayor. Yeah, he, he's like the governor, mayor. I think they said Gov, like Gov Cray. Is governor maybe um they do they call him governor because he makes a point to they don't call me gov call me governor cray you know and who uh gallo oh, yeah. looks up to because he was saved by cray uh when he was younger uh and so cray has supposedly been experimenting on the burnish and lee and uh leo tells uh Gallo that they've been experimented on. He's like, no, you know, that would never happen. Nothing happens of the sort, you know. But yet, here is your proof, kind of, with this young girl who is dying right in front of your eyes, basically. And it was a very sympathetic, heartbreaking scene to see this character die and, like, slowly die because, like, which I was a little confused about what Leo does to the girl. What he's trying to do with the fire? Yeah. The blue fire? Um, no, he, with, like, the fire that he, like, he, he like, kind of does mouth-to-mouth and, like, fire goes into, through him into her, into her body. Yeah, the, the like, blue tangerine fire or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, with that, he was trying to heal her. Okay. Which doesn't work. Yeah. And she turns to Ash, which is so sad. It was, yeah. Because, I mean, then you, sad. then you get that whole point, too. Like, you don't even have anything, like, left to bury of the person. Yeah. And, and they, yeah. And, well, and I think Leo says a really good part here, too, because he tells Gallo, he basically says, hey, you know, you guys all see this fire as a plus. When, if you're part of the burnish, sure, it might be a plus, a plus, but you still get burnt by it. Mm-hmm. Because, and it, if you go back and really look at it, almost everybody, when they use their firepower, except for like um, um, the burners, mm-hmm. almost everybody kind of winces when they use their fire. Yeah. Like, and um, and was, so, yeah. It, it would be like one of us, like, wrapping our hand in a, a cloth, you know, and catching it on fire or whatever, you know, it's not like it doesn't burn, but, you know, it for a second there, we're, we're holding fire, you know? Yeah. Um, but he also says, you know, and then at the end of it, besides burning them at the end of it, they, uh, they also, you know, it consumes them. They turn into ashes. Mm-hmm. So we get kind of this two part thing to the movie, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, where, you know, everybody that's, that is like human, human sees it as a plus, you know, everybody's like the human torch. Oh my gosh. You know, this is fucking amazing. Da, da, da. Well, and then we have this whole thing where you're getting it from a burnish's point of view, where they're actually telling you like, no, every time the fire gets used, we, we basically burn ourselves. And then we, our bodies from the fire heal themselves. And then when we're going to die, it's kind of excruciating because we burn from the inside out and turn to ash. Yeah. So it's kind of the whole thing that we're seeing. Hey, people think this is a plus when it's really not. Well, a lot of people think it's a not because, you know, all the destruction that they cause, you know, with the fire. Yeah, but that's on stuff for them, you know, not, yeah, you know, the burnish. Because that's why the burnish are viewed that way. Yeah. And so they leave. They end up leaving Gallo uh, and going off to uh, some hideout. 
where all the burnish kind of go. Uh, and, you know, Gallo is like kind of torn and he goes back to Cray and he's like, Cray, uh, I found the burnish who escaped. I found Leo and he told me you were experimenting on the burnish. You know, you, you can't just do this. Yeah, he gives and, his, his medal back. Yeah, he gives his medal back. He's, he says that uh, he's not worthy to receive it. And Cray is not worthy to give us that such type of medal. Yeah, it was. It, I can't receive this because it was given by, or I can't receive this because I'm not worthy, and it's not worthy to be given by somebody with such hands or something like and that. And he he held Cray to such high regard at the beginning of this anime, like right. he very much looked at him like a father figure. And uh, well, and like, I think. Everybody held Cray in high regard too. Yeah, that's true. Because because we don't find it out yet, but so we'll hold off until we get to that part. But um, as of now, everybody the the ice guns that we see in it, part of the other stuff, everybody thinks that Cray is the one that brought all the stuff. Yeah, he invented it. Mm-hmm. So and so Cray takes Gallo to a secret underground facility where he tells him, Hey, the world is going to be destroyed because of the burnish. Uh, the core, the magma in the core is going to explode and kill the earth. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a spaceship filled with 10,000 people and go to another planet and colonize it. And how are we, how are we going to, you know, take this, uh, uh, power this spaceship we're going to use the burnish to power the spaceship. Well, yeah, they wanted that to to open a dimensional void, was it? That what they yeah. called it? Basically yeah. like a teleportation thing. Yeah. Which I hated that part when he's taking Gallo because the person, the burnish that we see hooked up to it mm-hmm. is somebody we actually have stake in because it's the pizza guy. It's the I know the pizza guy. Oh pizza yeah, when, whenever he was hanging there, I was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, the pizza guy died. Doesn't the pizza guy die? No, his hands get burned off. His okay. hands and his feet. Because they just use a little bit of them, if I remember correctly. Yeah, whenever they start using the burnish or whatever, um, for those experiments, they kind of have them on what looks like a flaying X, uh huh, from like Game of Thrones or whatever. And then yes. they spin them at super high speeds to have their to basically like have their fire come out, mm-hmm. and it starts on the outsides in. And when it starts spinning them or whatever, it starts uh, slowly making those parts of them die, and they turn to ash. Yeah. So, if, Which, oh, that was that part was. Mm, yeah, that was hard to watch. I'm gonna say that that was kind of hard to watch. Oh, I hated it. Oh yeah. So uh, Gallo is like, that's not right. We're not going to do that. And Cray's like, uh, you know, you're wrong. We're going to do this. And he basically locks him up. He's like, I fucking hate you. I've always fucking hated you. Like, you know, you're just a, a, a bane of my existence type of thing. And he locks Gallo up in the uh, in the, the cell, the prison cells. And we see uh, the Freeze Force actually are going to track down or tracking down are rounding up all the Burnish. Uh, all the Burnish that they can get, they find them, they take them, and they bring them to the facility. And this is where we yeah. meet Leo again. And Leo is at like this like burner sanctuary hideout type of thing. And they get attacked. And all oh, this scene is, this scene is crazy. Like seeing all them like trying to fight for their lives and get away from the freeze force. Even on top of that, they get portrayed, portrayed by the old man that they saved in the uh, right. prison that, I think, I think that was one of the biggest disheartening parts. Was that I was like, oh, you little bitch, old. But he gets his comeuppance too, because he gets taken anyways, regardless. Yeah, like, they, they take him. You know, that's true. And, yeah, I hated that guy. 
but his friends sacrifice themselves to help Leo get away from uh, from the Freeze Force. And the Freeze Force round up all these people and stuff. Yeah. And whatnot. You know. Yeah. So what happens after Leo escapes the Freeze Force? Uh, are you talking about after there's, they suppose we're going to have the standoff? Yeah. Um, and then the old guy betrays him? Yeah, after the freeze force. Um, his two right hand, right and left hand guys for, um, the gang, the, uh, Mad Burnish, um, or Mad Burner or whatever. Um, actually use their fire to propulse him uh, into the sky. Mm-hmm. And they try and send him back to the place where Gallo had found them in the cave. And uh, we also know that this frozen lake thing is also where Gallo... Oh, yeah, they, were, they were fighting, weren't they? Yeah. Gallo and Leo were fighting because... He's like, it's all fucking Leo's fault. Or Gallo's fault, basically. No, no, no. Sorry. He, he goes to fight Cray. Leo goes to fight Cray. And this yeah. is where Gallo intervenes and they have their big knockout dragout fight. Sorry. I forgot yeah. a little bit about the movie. Yeah. It was long. <laughs> and then they end up going. Also, I've, I've said that their fight was really cool. Like, when Cray and Leo fight, I thought it was really well done. Like the animation yeah. was really good. When yeah. they fight, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. But um, I like the big like serpent the dragon thing that he makes. Yeah, <clears throat> and then um, they kind of f- get they to get that take, point. They get taken away by the fire, the burning uh, rescue. Uh, people like they take them away. They're like, you guys are gonna cool off. And they drop them in the the onto the icy lake. Yeah, and, and then, it, it so happens to melt, right? And we just so happen to find an underground facility under the icy lake. And I'm like, this is a little too convenient at this point. Well, you know, the funny thing is, too, with that. We've been there like three or four times already. Yeah, and nobody said, it, "Oh, what's and, that under the lake?" And nobody knew. Nobody yeah, and, knew and, that was there. And uh, Gallo said he tried to dig like five meters down in the lake, and he yeah. he couldn't find anything. You know, it was just yeah. iced over. And I was like, well, "This is a little too convenient that we just happened to get here at this facility," and. We find out that the person running to the facility, like, made all of the ice gadgets and was working on the the warp technology as well uh, to try to get to another world and stuff like that. But Cray ends up killing him. But we just happen to have his memories and consciousness downloaded into a supercomputer that helps Gallo and Leo go after the bad guys. Right, which is I, hilarious. I think it's a little too convenient, uh, to say the least. But I like this part where he's like, they're like, okay, so what are we going to do? How are we going to do this, you know? And he's like, with the Deus Ex Machina, <laughs> which is a giant robot that looks ridiculous. It kind of looks a little like... Uh, the Gunbuster, if you ever watched Gunbuster, uh, yeah, which is another Gynax uh, OVA or movie, yeah. um, and <laughs> I like it when they get into. So they both have the power, and one pilots and one powers the the mech, basically. Yeah. And yeah. I like it when they get to the big battle, and <laughs> and Gallo's like, "I can't do this," and Leo's like, "What are you talking about? You can't do this." This mech is so lame. I don't like it. <laughs> it's not cool looking. Yeah. He's like, getting his ass kicked. He's like, oh. 
he's like, what are you talking about? Like, just fight, you know? And he's like, fine, I'll help you out. And he makes, he uses his fire to transform the mech. And I got serious, like, Gurren Logan vibes. This is right true. On this part. Because I was like, is he trying to be Gurren Logan? Because <laughs> that's what it seems like. Even yeah. though I know a lot of people worked on Gurren Logan who worked on this, you know. Um, and I was like, oh, man, okay. But, I, you know, he goes up and he fights Kray, and we find out, like, uh, they're fighting against the Freezing Force and stuff like that, you know, trying to save everybody, trying to save all the Burnish and whatnot. And I like this part where we find out, what we find out kind of later is that Kray is actually a Burnish, and he was trying to stop his first burn, and he happens to burn the building that Gallo is in, and he kind of just lies, and he's like, yeah. I guess I, 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 guess I didn't catch that part. Yeah, he's like, yeah, I totally meant to save you, but he, he didn't. He, like, uh, basically, like, burnt this building, and he, some, the kid came out, and he's like, oh, yeah, I saved you, you know, I, you know. And he took all the credit for all this stuff, and he's basically regarded as a hero. But in yeah. reality, he fucking hated Gallo. Like, he put Gallo with the burning rescue because he wanted Gallo to die. <laughs> right. Like, he's like, I fucking hate you. You're, you're a piece of shit. <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah. yeah. And I have to say... Go ahead. Go shitty. Yeah. I have to say, at this point, it very much felt like the end of Gurren Lagan in this sense to where everything was cranked up to 11, but it was still cranking, like, yeah, going up with, like, the the crazy batshit, like, stuff that was happening. Yeah. Like, I was like, oh, are they just making shit up now? Like, right. <laughs> because he starts, like, making up all these crazy moves and like, oh, now we're, we're Gallo, we're Leo, Leo de Gala is the robot now. And we know they're going at, which I, the yeah. fight was cool. The first one was Leo de Gala and then they fused with something else and it turned it into Gallo, Gallo de, Leo. de Leo. And I was like, <laughs> oh, what the hell? Yeah. Cause, Cause like, they make a reference. He's like, you know, I could have been selfish and standoffish and called it G- Gala de Leo. Instead yeah. of Leo de Gallo, aren't I such like da 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 da? And I was like, oh my god, it's fucking stupid. Well, they're still teaming up, and I like the part where uh, the other fo- the burning force, not the the burning brigade or whatever they're called, shows up. I like it when they show up and they start to help out and stuff. Yeah. Um, trying to take down this big ship and put out all the fires and stuff, and you know we get this big standoff between Cray. And uh, Leo and Gallo and Cray is just fucking crazy. And then he ends up using Leo to power up his spaceship. Because he takes Leo and he puts him in like the reactor core. And it turns out Leo is synced up now with the... Because we find out, we totally forgot to mention this. But the burnish is actually not fire. It's actually a fire like being alien thing that's in another it's it's on another world it's like a fire spirit that's on another world and whenever the burnish tap into the fire they're actually tapping into this other living being and causing like a wormhole or something or interdimensional travel every time they use the fire and i was like what the fuck what the yeah. fuck are we talking about now? <laughs> I was like, okay, let's just pull shit out of our asses. Because <laughs> I think that's what Gynag and I think that's what Trigger did was just be like, hey, let's uh let's throw some stuff at a dartboard and see if uh like what it what we come up with. You know, yeah. it very much seemed like the whole have you ever seen that episode of South Park where they go to like the family guy creators? And they use like the manatees to uh, think up uh, Family Guy episodes, and they have they 
pick like I, balls. I don't know if I've seen that or not. Yeah, so they pick these balls. The manatees pick these balls with that have like a, a, a word written on it. So it'd be like fire, but uh, farting. I don't know, you know. And so like they would make an episode entirely around that, and that's how fa- they said Family Guy was written. Oh my god! Yeah, and. That's what I kind of feel like this was kind of like, how they were just pulling shit out of their asses. I was yeah, like, nothing. stuff. Nothing kind of really makes sense, but I kind of feel like that's kind of the trigger way. Yeah. Is to go bonkers and go like above and beyond and just make crazy shit happen. Yeah. Because it was very much like an orgasmic visual like a feast on the eyes when it comes to like the ending of this movie it was like balls to the walls crazy and they end up saving the day because they end up getting in the reactor and they save everybody because the fire is good now it turns blue and you know it doesn't burn people it saves people right and they they meld their powers together with the the icy burn of the 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 burning rescue because you know Gallo's burning heat burns so bright because he wants to save people with the burnish of uh, <laughs> uh, Leo you know uh, so they combine their powers and they save everybody. <laughs> Yeah, it, it, that part just didn't get any better. I was, I was like, uh, uh, okay. <laughs> right. I kind of feel like you have to kind of throw logic out the window with this movie. <clears throat> and then you funny. always do with, uh, with Trigger. Yeah. You, uh, you most certainly do. So, I just... So, let me ask you. Because that's kind of how the movie ends, you know? They save everybody, even they save the bad guy, you know? Let me ask you, what did you think of this movie? Uh, I mean, I enjoyed it like I enjoyed uh, some of the other stuff by Trigger. Uh Uh-huh. But... I don't know. I felt like I felt like there probably could have been some stuff skinned off the top of it a little bit. I have to agree. I feel like some they could have trimmed some of the fat off and you possibly could have made this like an hour long movie maybe. Maybe hour 30 tops. Yeah. Like I was getting kind of exhausted towards the end. I was like, oh my god, like, what are they going to do next when it comes to this? I was like, whew. Like, I, like, you top yourself, and then you top yourself even further, and you just keep going. And I'm like, <laughs> can we just end this? Like, no, we're going again. I didn't hate the movie. I didn't think it was a terrible movie. I was entertained for the most part. It was your typical trigger Gynax stuff, you know? Yeah. Like over the top, crazy visuals. Very, it was very well animated, you know? And they had all like the little, it, the little um, trigger in jokes and stuff like that, you know, and references to other uh, anime that they probably did or whatever, you know? Yeah. And stuff. You know, I, I don't think it's a bad movie. It's just a, a crazy movie. <laughs> like, so what would you rate this movie? I would probably put it at a 3.5. Okay. Uh, like, I didn't I hate it, but there were parts of it where I was like, okay, that's kind of typical. You know, uh, yeah. I saw the bad guy Cray, like, kind of from a mile away almost when we first meet him i was like this guy doesn't seem right yeah well so he he had that bad guy look which is squinty eyes do you know in the first episode of full metal alchemist where you have the preacher guy that's what he looked like and and, you know he's got the little squinty eye look thing going on the bald guy 
Yeah. Cray had the same thing. I was like, oh, that's the bad guy right there. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so, I liked I liked the concept of the firefighters. I thought that was really cool. You know? Yeah. And them trying to putting out fires and having to deal with these people, you know? And, you know, you know, like, I thought that was cool and stuff. But then we started getting to this other stuff. And I was like, okay. I mean, I, it doesn't really gel with me that well. But, like, I still had fun watching the movie. Yeah. Like, visually. Well, and the sad thing is, honestly, and I'm probably going to have a lot of haters on this comment. <laughs> honestly, the whole part where we saw Gallo and um, the Burnish that escaped prison. Uh-huh. And everything. Leo? Um, No, no. Like, when all of them escaped. Oh, okay. I mean, honestly, when they did that escape, we could have almost cut the entire thing off there and uh-huh. just jumped to, hey, they they made it to that base, the, yeah. the oil rig base. Uh-huh. I mean, so, I mean, that would have probably cut off 20 minutes of it right there, you know? Yeah, I mean, there was some stuff that I didn't really need or care for, you know, but like, like I like I, I thought the concept was pretty cool, like I said, with the them fighting the people, but you know Yeah. And like the the way they fought the fires was cool and ridiculous and bonkers. Like I liked the mechs. Once I saw the mechs, I was like, Okay, I'm game, I'll watch this, you know. So I thought yeah. it was I originally thought it was about like people with like superpowers and just them like fighting. I didn't realize it was about firefighting. <laughs> or, or potential hey, they're still fighting. You know, yeah, but I mean, yeah, I mean, it's it's not bad. It's not bad. I would recommend somebody checking out if they want to see something like crazy, you know. Yeah, and, and like like uh, it was a uh, it was a uh, a visually entertaining movie as well. Like there was a lot of CG in this movie, and I felt yeah. like the CG was well done. Like they had the budget and it blended in well with. Um, a lot of the visuals that we got with like the characters, like a lot of it was like backgrounds, vi- like CG and stuff like that. You know, I liked the visuals with the fire. Whenever the fire would show up, and it wasn't like normal fire; it was like a pinkish, purplish fire. Like whatever, yeah. whatever that would get animated, I was like, that was very well done and cool. You know, that was one of the only things I was like, if I hear anything bad about the show, Mike's gonna be like, that CGI fire, my buddy. No, I thought that was actually well done. I actually liked the beginning well, how they animated the beginning as well with the fire and stuff. I think when uh, he was having the fight with the Mad Burnish was the only part I found the fire to be really annoying, and I didn't really like it too much. um, Because it seemed like the CGI was a little weird and I don't know if it was because of the color fluctuation in it or what, but it just kind of made it, it made it really weird. Cause yeah, I mean, I almost started it on that part and I knew I was going to watch it all the way through. Like I said earlier, like if I start an anime, even if it's going to be a really shitty one, I go, Hey, let's cover it for the show. And, uh, you know, from that part, I fully in, intended that, uh, that it was probably not going to be as good as it turned out to be mm-hmm. um, just because of that, that part with well, the CGI fire. I mean, it's definitely a trigger show and like trigger is known for their crazy animation and stuff. And I commend them for trying something new, you know, yeah. and trying something like in like CG and stuff. And it, it's cool to see a, a Japanese studio actually put in that effort. Because a lot of times it's just really fucking shitty, right? Like it, you, in normal anime, I can say like, "Oh, it just fucking takes me out." But in this, it didn't because they blended it well. Because it was more of like a a cell shaded look to it at times. So yeah. like, I was able to look past it, and it was just the way it was animated. It seemed like like. Like it just seemed like it was basically a love letter to like everything that they fucking done in the past, yeah. Almost, you know. 
which is, you know, you know, I, you know, I did get some fucking dead leaves vibes from this totally, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, and this stuff, is. you know. Yeah. Darren Logan vibes totally out of this, you know, and uh, kill a kill vibes and stuff like that, you know, like you could totally see it, you know? Yeah. Uh, um, I can see why people really enjoy this movie. I really can. Um, and I enjoyed most of it, you know, so that's why I'm, the, I'm giving it a 3.5. Do you think that the hype is well-deserved of it, or do you think it should be watered down a little more? For in the, um, for animation quality, I say the hype is there. Okay. Story wise. Yeah, it's, I don't think the hype is there. Okay. Because I was like, oh my God, like, you know, like, almost like when you see, like, somebody have their eyes pulled open, you know? Yeah. Like, in, like, the 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 video, like, just hits you, you know, like, Ooh, you know? Like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm watching this type of thing, you know? I mean, the story was just so-so to me. Yeah. Yeah. But I do like that they do actually touch on the fact, you know, that um, they're very much like racist, racist, racism tones in this movie, like racial tones in this movie about the burnish and stuff like that. I do like that aspect, and you know, yeah. being like, oh, you know, just because they're burnish doesn't mean they're bad. Because you know, we had that whole part where after the pizza place, you're like, oh, this pizza's fucking trash, you know? <laughs> like, hey, no, it's that's not trash. true. That you know? is true. Just because they knew, they knew that you know. So I, I like the movie for that because very much like with Bell when it when it comes to like abuse, uh, for like child abuse and stuff like that. You know, I feel this is very much in line with that. Where you know it it does talk about like racism and stuff like that, and you know, you know it it, it it's. It's okay to accept somebody if they're different, just like Gallo accepted Leo and vice versa. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I totally agree with that one. Yeah, you know, they even fucking saved the bad guy. <laughs> you know? True. So like they accepted everybody in this in this uh except for uh Freeze Force guy. Did they? you know? I mean they kinda like froze his robot or fired his robot and he like hopped out and turned out to be like a little little person. It was, oh it was, yeah 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 you know yeah but yeah yeah you know what what you know what do you have any final thoughts on this? Um yeah I I would probably give this uh I'd agree with you probably a three point four uh, like, I, like for me, three three point five is not bad. Like, if you if you go into a two, a, a two is uh, bad for me. Yeah, because if you get a three, it's still over the halfway point. I, I, I for me, like three point five is like above average, uh, yeah. type of thing. Uh, it's not mid. Okay, it's not mid. It's above mid. <laughs> a three is definitely above mid. Yes, you know, but yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I I fully agree with that. Um, I don't really know a lot because, like we talked about with them wanting to cut it and whatnot, mm-hmm. um, I don't think it would have made the same impact that you and I talked about with some of the other stuff, like um if we didn't know like the fire was actually like hurting the burnish or anything else like that i don't think we would have gotten the same feeling out of it um with kind of the uh, racist motions and stuff out of it or Mm -hmm. nazi stuff um but um i think that's why it probably had to be the two hour time frame yeah um, I didn't really think in th- those ways you could cut it down. Mm-hmm. Um, now, if we were going to just make it an action-packed thing, I mean, obviously, you could have cut down many different things and yeah. turned it into an hour-long movie. 
That's not a tri- that's not a trigger way right there. Right. Um, yeah. So you know, but I don't I don't think we would have gotten the same feeling. You know, I don't think we would have sat there and and said, "Oh my gosh," you know, this is this is what I relate it to. You know, because yeah. I think that really put a lot of the the parts of humanity that when we started this movie thinking like, Hey, these guys are kind of like monsters per se. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I'm going to take your example of saying the X-Men. I mean, you care for the mutants and, and X-Men and everything, you know, you want them to do it, but then you also have to think of like the brotherhood of mutants is like also mutants, you know? Yeah. So yeah, they could be humans, but they're bad humans, you know? So, yeah. You know, it's it's one of those things that I think we needed all the little pieces to get to it. Yeah, yeah, true. So, uh, true. but I mean, other than that, I, there's there's really nothing else. Uh, the fire, that one fire scene was really the only thing I had problems with um, watching. I mean, I, I liked that they had it, but um, I, I just thought the fire was kind of weird. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, concept was good. The little weird alien crap was weird, and <laughs> I mean, I mean, it was fun, you know. Yeah. Um, but I mean, maybe they could have made it into like a mini series or like a two part, like an OVA. Yeah, like a, like a two part OVA type of thing, maybe you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could, so. I could stretch it out a little bit more. Uh, well, no, I mean, just to know, like, to put it into parts where you didn't have to worry about sitting down watching it for, like, two hours. Yeah. Because, uh, I felt like when you did that, some things were lost because you were focusing for those two hours, you know? I mean, I called you after I got done watching the movie, and I was like, you didn't tell me this was fucking an hour and 52 minutes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So. Which so, I mean, we're not we're not really used to like long anime movies. Like most anime movies are about an hour ish. Right. You know. Right. Uh, well, you know, I think uh Dark Schneider got us prepared for it. That was a or, TV uh, show. Spriggan. <clears throat> I mean oh. time wise, you know. Oh yeah. Cause uh Spriggan was really long for <sighs> the stuff but yeah but yeah anyway guys we'll see you guys later check out some of our other shows stay tuned for more great time content to come from the otakuology otaku lube cast and if you have any questions uh concerns or suggestions you'd like us to cover on the podcast you can uh email us at otakuologypodcast at gmail.com or hit us up DM us on our Instagram or Twitter at Otakuology Podcast. When I get the feeling that somebody's going to send you an email about asking you about lube and stuff, <laughs> what is so the best like, lube? What is the best lube that you recommend? Oh, you know the one question that would be hilarious. What you know? What kind of protection should I get? You know, what size? How do you know? <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, I guess we'll have to do Otaku, Otakuology After Dark again. Oh, God. So, anyway, guys, again, thanks for listening, and we will see you next Tuesday.